Hi, everyone. I'm Allison Ramsey with the Empire Life Podcast, and today I'm with Rekha Panda. And she, so we talk with founders from all around the world, and we also help entrepreneurs to launch their online empires. And Rekha Panda, she has her own, she's a founder of Rekha Beauty, the first and only peel off turmeric skincare mask. And I will hand it over to her to intro herself a little bit more. Hi guys, so I'm Rekha Panda, and I am the founder of a uh, Ayurveda skincare line based on the um, science of turmeric. And we feature the world's first and only turmeric peel mask. Um, and you know, right now we're working on face washes and eye serums, and we're just trying to come up with a full line of products for everyone. That's perfect. Yeah, thank you for being here with us today. Thank you for I having wanna- me. <laughs> Thank I'm you. So excited. Me too. Me too. I want to dive right in, Rekha, about how the skincare, like what's going on right now with the skincare industry in the U.S. and how a lot of us are not necessarily conscious consumers, and we feel we feel like we we don't like we may not even know how to pronounce some of the ingredients when we try to read the labels. And can you dive a little bit more? into that and how many Europeans and what some people can be watching out for. Yeah. And that's one of the other um, reasons why I was so interested in, you know, providing a skincare line that's truly safe. Um, The more I was developing these products um, and the research behind it, I started realizing that in the United States, the, um, under the law, cosmetic products and ingredients do not need FDA pre-market approval with the exception of like color additives. And um, so, you know, there's a lot of harmful and not just harmful, just ingredients in general that, you know, the United States doesn't consider harmful, I guess, but other countries do. Um, And so we, you know, put so much on our, on our skin daily it's our biggest organ and I think it's time that we, you know, have this conversation about true, what truly safe products mean. And it's time to kind of, you know, encourage the United States or the FDA to have stricter guidelines on what, you know, can be included. Um, One of the things that kind of, you know, I started realizing a lot of skincare brands will advertise clinically proven. And I think I was telling you about that a little while ago where what is clinically proven? You know, um, I can give it to a doctor who can be my friend, you know, or a family member doesn't really have to, it can be, you know, completely biased or whatnot, but I can give it to, you know, a doctor where they try it on, they don't have a reaction and I can be like, oh, hey, it's clinically proven. But I did no type of real research, no type of market research, none of that because it costs so much. And most uh, beauty brands don't want to, you know, spend thousands and thousands of dollars when it's not regulated and there's no law that's going to, I guess, get them in trouble to say, you know. And also, um, it's just, I don't know, it's just one of those things where it's like there's so many lies in the beauty industry and I want to be transparent with my brand, with my company, and, um, you know, let people know that it doesn't, I mean, clinically proven, it means nothing. Um, so what we do is use new generation Ayurveda, 
And that has basically been proven through 3,000 years of science, you know, natural science, where people have been using it all over the world for ages. And those ingredients have not, you know, caused any skin issues or problems. And this is a science that's been proven. So you don't need clinical trials, I guess. So, yeah. There's already been a lot of clinical trials and people that have been using the Ayurvedic medicine. Mm -hmm. I personally love Ayurvedic medicine myself. Yeah. I've seen the effects in my own life. And also, like you were saying, that has been used for over 3000 years. It's one of the oldest medicines. It may, it may be the oldest medicine. Yeah. It's the oldest. Yeah. Yeah. And and people all over the world. I mean, I recently went to, um, a powerful mentor lunching where the girls are really young and they're basically learning how to incorporate STEM and seeing the different um, industries that you know you can be involved with still using STEM and um, they're smart young women and they're about 10 years old or 13 years old and they were asking me they said is this cruelty free and I said yes you know, our products are cruelty free. And she was smart. And she said, um, well, if you don't test them on animals, then what do you test them on? And I was like, is she really asking me this? Like, you know, she's so smart. And um, I was telling her, well, this is, you know, an Ayurvedic science. People have been basically testing them on themselves. They try something. If it doesn't work, they're, you know, trying other things. Um, So it's one of those, it's like a traditional medicine that you know has been passed down from century to century um and you know it's it's a lot more safe and natural because they're ingredients that are very specific and these ingredients because they're so you know i guess i want to say you know sense raw and um they're not really distorted in any way they're not you know infused with any chemicals anything like that so our body is easily able to kind of really break it down and um, easily accept it more versus having to figure out, okay, what is this chemical that they just put on my, you know, put on the organ and your body's trying to figure that out. So um, yeah, it's, it's just one of those. Yeah. I was just surprised that she asked me that. Sorry. (laughs) That is an amazing question. Yes. That's amazing. I'm sorry. If you hear a beep, I tried to turn off the, the notification just doesn't seem. Oh no, I didn't. I don't think I heard anything. I'm oh, at okay, good. Oh, okay, good. <laughs> Other so, people. <laughs> <laughs> the so like like you were saying that our skin drinks and it absorbs. I feel like a lot mm-hmm. of people and and women, especially because women tend to put a lot more beauty products, hair products, everything. We're putting up to ten to fifteen products on ourselves per day sometimes, and we're not yeah. aware. We're a lot of times not aware that we are drinking or consuming those products. Yeah. Um, yeah, we put a lot, you know, on our, on our bodies. And um, it's important that we realize that what we do now, like the chemicals that we put on our skin now, it might not hurt you today, it might not hurt you tomorrow. But do you know the long-term effects of it, you know, 10 years from now, 15 years from now? Um, and it's you know, as I was saying, because there's no law in the United States to regulate those, um, the liability falls on the brands itself, the companies itself, but 
10 years from now, 15 years from now, what are you going to point fingers at when you have some type of skin issue? Cause you don't know which brand caused it. Mm-hmm. You know, you don't know which chemical exactly was the proximate actual cause of your issue. You just know that it happened. Um, but you know, places like the UK and Canada, they are very, you know, aware of what's going on and they know that there are certain chemicals that, um, you know, are going to cause long-term effects. So what they do is prevent that from even being used, period. doesn't matter who you are or what brand you are. It's just banned, so you can't use it. So there's no, you know, what ifs and all these questions later on. Um, but here it's like, what are you going to do 15 years from now? You can have an issue that started, and it could be related to some skincare product you've been using because your skin's absorbing it into your uh, bloodstream causing maybe a hormone imbalance, something. And 15 years from now, all you're going to, you know, your doctor might tell you that you have a hormone imbalance, but you have to go behind that and research further and, you know, think about what caused that hormone imbalance because there's so many factors. It's not just one thing. It's like a ripple effect. What you put on your skin now, um, you know, goes into your bloodstream that causes something else to kind of be disrupted in the natural you know, human system, and then that's causing issues. So that's oh, a lot you have to think that, about. And a lot. And I think, you know, now that um, the millennials are more aware of the holistic healing system and everyone is trying to really, you know, be more healthy and are, everyone's aware of what, you know, they're digesting um, and putting on their skin, I think it's also time to open up that conversation about regulation through the FDA and, um, you know, be more aware of what you're putting on your skin. Yes, for sure. For sure. One of the reasons I'm more aware is because I have really sensitive skin. So mm-hmm. I needed to always be I, like, I couldn't really wear any of the makeup that we all grow up being able to buy or like I went to the store and what can I afford to buy right now? Okay. Maybelline and CoverGirl, And I bought one of them and, had an allergic reaction. So then I was like, I either don't wear makeup or I wear makeup where I can kind of learn what the ingredients are. And then that was origins was one of the only mineral based mineral Uh based kind of makeup. And I started wearing origins and I like a lot of their, their skincare. And then, and then as you guys come out with more, I want to wear you guys skincare (laughs) because I know ingredients are, are natural. It's good to know, it's good to be able to read them or know what the ingredients are. Yeah. And it's good to also um, know that, you know, we're not going to put anything that's banned and um, we, we're, we don't want any chemicals, period. Because a lot of these companies are still going to have all sorts of unorganic things as long as they're 75% organic. I can claim that it's organic, you know. Um, so you got to be really careful with that. And I think knowing that a brand or a product doesn't use anything on the ban list um, and then any ingredient won't be banned anywhere in any country that just gives you a sense of security that, you know, it's safe. Um, And also I'm glad that you mentioned, you know, like you have sensitive skin. Um, Our ingredients are so gentle and so natural that even sensitive skin is able to um, break it down, absorb it and um, get the effects or benefits of turmeric and turmeric also calms you know any type of um, inflammation so a lot of people with rosacea have experienced that when they use our peels 
that immediately they see the redness go down. And can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Perfect. Okay. I just got a weird message that said it was unstable. So I just want to make sure. Um, but yeah, they, they say that they experience less redness and it calms their skin immediately, you know, and they've never been able to feel that with other skincare. And that's because other skincare have uh, chemicals that your body's not used to. So of course it's going to, you know, make it difficult for your skin to, um, you know, I guess be more calm and not, you know, have a reaction to it because the reaction is caused by your body rejecting something, right? Like your, you know, your skin is an organ also. So yeah. if you put something on it and it's being, it's rejecting something, then you're going to have acne. You're going to have rosacea. You're going to have rashes. You're going to have some type of, um, irritation. So, yes, a lot of people don't realize that. They think I'm having an allergy instead of realizing that it's actually a detoxification process, right? Mm -hmm. Like when you get, when I see people with rashes on their arms or like you're saying a rash on your face, some kind of rosacea, acne, it's your body's way of trying. That. Yeah, your body's trying mm -hmm. to throw that out. Just like if you're mm -hmm. sick, you maybe throw up because your body's trying to detoxify itself. It's exactly. a natural way that it's trying to detox so we have to go back to the root cause of why is my body actually trying to throw that out? Why am I having yeah, acne? That's it. You have why to am I having all that? Yeah, you have and to one think deep. about um, like Western medicine, and that includes you know dermatologists in your in your skincare. Is you have one reaction? Okay, so I have let's say I have a lot of acne. Well, what I mean, there's different things that can cause your acne. Even your like what you're putting on your skin the maybe it might not be your makeup it might be your moisturizer that you use right after you shower and um it gives you acne right and so people will go to dermatologists and then they're getting stuff like retin-a and something else and mm -hmm. what you're doing is suppressing that so you're adding more chemicals to yourself um and you don't know what reaction it's having with the moisturizer you just put on earlier today you know, and it's yes. like what we tend to do in the Western society is suppress that one issue, but you're not fixing it. You're just kind of hiding the dirt under the rug, but it's still there. The issue is still there. Um, so that's another reason why I think it's important that we realize that it goes deeper than just, you know, I have acne and I'm going to use Retin-A to get rid of it. It's more than that. Well, what can you do? What can you change? Um, to make sure that you don't need to go, you know, spend money on retin-A or some other, you know, acne preventing treatment just because it's like you're giving yourself acne, just get rid of it. You know yes. what I mean? It's kind yeah, of, I know it's, exactly. it's not, I know exactly. not the smart thing to do. So yeah. Why? Yeah. <laughs> and, and the dermatologist's job is not to find the root cause. That's not what they're mm -hmm. trained on. They're just going to your problem. Yeah. Treat the problem. And exactly. so when, do you ever get the comment that leads me to another question? Do you ever get the comment? Well, I'm not sure. So most likely those beauty products mm -hmm. that they are spending money on that we are tending to lean towards as we're growing up, especially in the U S they're they may be less expensive and the ones that are filled with chemicals, because even when I want to buy a shampoo, for example, and I don't want to spend, if I didn't want to spend very much money on it, I will tend, I'm only finding options that are full of chemicals. So when someone yeah. is kind of like, what, what will you answer to that? If they're like, well, I'm not sure that that's in my budget. What, what will you answer to that? Um, well, 
it's definitely quality. And here's the thing. Mm-hmm. Um, one, we want to make our you know products more accessible for everyone. So you can find some Ayurveda skincare online, but they're priced at $60, $80 for a small jar. Now ours is only in like the $29 range. Um, so you can basically spend $29 today and take care of your skin or five years from now, 10 years from now, you're digging through your savings because you have skin cancer or you're digging through your savings because you have some other illness, you know, and it's better to take care of yourself now than to suffer later. So I think that if yes, you, um, I completely you know, agree. Value your life and, and your well-being, I think that $29 is relatively cheap. So, yeah, yeah, it is. I feel the same way about food, about the food that we're putting into our bodies. Some people say I'm not able to afford more organic food or more natural foods. And sometimes that can be even cheaper than eating a lot of meat. So it depends yeah. on, depends on how life is like a funny little, I don't know. It's just a funny little thing where, um, you're going to end up spending the same amount of money. It's either now or later. You know what I mean? Like it's, it's weird, but if it kind of balances itself out, like you're trying to save it now, you might think you're saving the money now, but the same amount, you probably spent it later because you're having to go to the doctor a lot for some type of treatment, you know, or a dermatologist a lot. Um, people, like I was saying, if you're giving yourself acne now because you're buying cheap products, you're like, Oh, well I'm going to buy this product. Um, but every week or so I'm having acne, like a lot of acne. So then you're paying the dermatologist and I mean, dermatologists cost a lot, you know, even if you have insurance or if you don't, you're still paying for the medications, things like that. Now that same amount, you could have put that towards a quality product, an I rated product. And you're not, you don't have to waste your time going to the, you know, dermatologist. You can avoid that, um, the cost of medication. And so it's, it's kind of, it still ends up being, you know, less expensive. Yeah. And you feel better. Your overall energy is better. You feel more Mm -hmm. confident in your own skin. Exactly. It's not the hormonal imbalance. And some of them drain your adrenals and some of them increase your stress levels. And you don't even realize, like I was telling you the story about someone in my family, a close family relative that all of a sudden had breast cancer and the doctor outright was telling her, this is a hormone imbalance. And like you were saying, she didn't even know where to begin. She's been using yeah, you what, don't know where. Yeah, what she, I think she was using Estee Lauder and it's full of parabens. Mm-hmm. It's just one of them. Or almost all of them have parabens yeah. in them, which have been linked to uh, being an estrogen disruptor. So they fill in the estrogen when and then your body doesn't know how to actually produce the estrogen. Uh, besides birth control and so many other things that we're that we're taking in the US a lot for a lot of women. And so yeah, she yeah. she was telling the whole family, I don't even know where to begin. I'm starting to learn about the foods I'm eating. Some of the pesticides are disrupting yeah. my hormones. And then these all these beauty products that I just thought were there, she's spending and, a lot of money on those beauty products exactly. too, and she and just thinks that's what everybody else does, right? And sometimes, and that's that's also you know a thing. Like I was saying, when you're thinking about price, yeah, sometimes you know don't think just because it's sixty dollars, eighty dollars that it's safe because it's not. It's just the branding. You know, if I'm a huge brand and I have celebrities to back me up, of course you're going to be like, oh, this must be the hottest thing. This must really work. Um, that's not always the case. That's just the branding and, and, you know, the marketing strategies and 
that's like a whole nother issue, but um, it's important to, I think, stick to Ayurvedic ingredients. Um, and like, as I was saying earlier, you know, the Canada and UK and a ton of other countries have these types of skincares readily available in store. You can go into a store and buy them. Um, and I think it's strange that we don't have them, you know, we, we, so we need to, and that's one thing uh, that we strive to do. Our mission is to be the first and we're working with brands like Nordstrom, um, to be readily available, you know, online and things like that. Um, and, and basically stores that people actually shop at, you know, more stores, um, that are already known about so if, or not known about, but, um, retailers that are more common and popular that way everyone can you know hear about it learn about it and then pass it along to their friends um yes, so yeah we're, we're definitely like trying that. to figure out how we can go mainstream yeah so. everyone deserves to have access to that because well even with some of the natural ones there's hidden ingredients so it really mm -hmm. takes being a conscious consumer to know what to look for in those ingredients and then having a company that you can trust that you can relax yeah. more with Rekka Beauty that like I don't have to be constantly checking the ingredients on all yeah. of them. Like some of them have parabens, food coloring even. We don't have parabens. We don't have synthetic fragrance. We don't have um, GMO. We're cruelty-free. We're vegan. We, are, we don't have chemicals. Um, so that's why we're striving to be Ayurveda, which takes you beyond just organics. A lot of brands are organic. But we want to take you beyond that to where your body is going to um, accept the ingredients because they're natural. They come from plants, plants that are naturally, you know, they just grow on the earth. You know, that's, that's what you want is things that are truly natural, not things that are mixed, like, you know, genetically modified, you know, ingredients where I can take two plants and I mix them together and I can call it organic because technically, yeah, it's organic. I mixed it together and I grew it organically, you know, organic method. But is it truly, truly natural? You know, was that naturally meant to be created or, or you know, I guess you can think about it in different ways, but, you know, just you, you want to be able to have natural ingredients that your body naturally knows to um, take in and, yeah. yeah, and a lot of herbs and Ayurvedic medicine, they, mm -hmm. it's already been researched, like you were saying, for 3,000 years of which herbs actually work together synergistically, or which, which different plants work together synergistically. And that, I feel like, is that kind of what you're talking yeah. about? Yeah, Ayurveda, yeah, it's plants. Okay. And, you know, they, it's, and when I say Ayurveda, it's, um, yeah, it's the science that people have been playing with, you know, and seeing what works, what doesn't work. You know, if I, and most of the ingredients are like herbal and spices, like turmeric. Um, one of the reasons why I chose turmeric was because it's a tri-dosha. Uh, our Ayurveda has three doshas. And it, you know, and the doshas depend on your skin type. Like if you're dry skin, oily skin, problem skin. Um, but turmeric will balance all three out. So it makes skincare buying easy. You're not having to go to the store. And a lot of people don't know because as the seasons change, so do we. And a lot of people don't realize that. If, you know, in the summertime, you might be more oily, but then the wintertime, you're more dry because it's the season. Or if you're opposite, if you're, you know, summertime, you're super dry. Um, there's some type of issue there. But, you know, in, in your skin, it could be what you eat, whatnot. But in, 
you'll notice that as you change your diet or as you change um, your surroundings, so does your skin. Everything changes because everything is kind of interconnected to one, one another. So um, turmeric will balance everything out because it's a neutral it's a neutral ingredient where if you have oily skin, it'll bring your um, oil, it'll kind of dry out your oil glands a little bit. Um, if they're, you know, if you have, um, let's say dry, I guess. Ooh. So, and which dosha like, uh, so are you again? I am a uh, Piva and Kappa. I'm like both of the same, similar a little bit. I am less um, Vata. Some mm. people, it's weird. The people, I, the ones that I've talked to, if they're Vata, they're less on the other two. But for me, I'm kind of like the same on the Pita and the Kappa. So, and more has like more of a like dry skin, larger pores sometimes. Um, but Kappa doesn't. So I think as far as my skin, it's more Kappa. But as far as like the rest of me, the body heat I have, everything is more Pita. So. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I'm I'm all like pita almost. Yeah, <laughs> and, and so if you do have enlarged pores, um, the turmeric will enclose that and make it shrink your pores to help. You know, you keep bacteria or just pollution and everything out of your skin because that. So and oh yeah, and that's another thing um, that I was reminded of when I was talking about pollution or you know pollutants just being in your skin. Well, makeup when you put makeup and other ingredients in your skin, it's blocking your pores. So when your pores get blocked, your skin is not able to rejuvenate itself. So what it does is it goes around the blockage and that's why your pores stay enlarged or that's why your pores become enlarged. Um, because if you notice, usually when babies are born, they don't have large pores. Large pores are created. You don't just, you don't just have large pores. You know what I mean? A lot of people think, oh, well, this is my skin. I just have large pores. No, your pores are created because you're not cleaning them out correctly. They're not being, they're not, they're so clogged up with all the makeup and all the chemicals we put in our skin yeah. that it's not able to detoxify itself correctly um, in the natural way that we're supposed to be able to. So that's another reason why our peels have that turmeric and they dry naturally because they don't have a uh, alcohol content. So they dry, you know, according to your own natural body heat. We strive to make sure that, you know, it's basically just being incorporated in the natural process of your body. That's what you want. You want it to naturally occur. Don't, you don't want to disrupt what's already happening. Um, so the peels will pull off anything that's ready to come off. It's not going to pull off, you know, it's not going to force anything to come off. It's just pulling off what's ready to. Um, yeah, because if it does yeah. force it, I've understood that it can actually, like, scratch your skin. Is that right? Yeah, that's actually it's scabbing. Yeah, like, if you peel skin off, what happens? You're scabbing it because it's not ready, right? It's trying mm. to heal itself. Um, so you don't want that. You want to, if there's, you know, dead skin tillers, you just want to pull those off because those are already dead and they're ready to, you know, be cleaned out. And you're just kind of boosting your skin's uh, natural system you don't want to like go in there and create something and then your body's like attacking you know or trying to fix itself in other ways and then it, it's just that's just not what's meant to happen so exactly yeah for sure 
Oh, I love that topic. And I feel like we can continue to talk about that topic for like a few hours. <laughs> I want yeah, so to, yeah, there's an amazing amount of information to talk about. So many people are not even conscious of and they're, and cause we're just not taught those kind of things in school or like in the mainstream. So also not talked wanted, about. Them. Yeah. It's just not talked about or just yeah. we're, we're told, yeah, you need this beauty product or I used to think, I think we need more advertisements and things because I do know other countries have advertisements on it. So Mm -hmm. it's constantly being um, thrown out there like, Hey, you know, these, these, you know, ingredients aren't allowed. This product's not right. Things like that. And the U S it's like, it's no one just cares, I guess. And that's, you know, we need to um, ask our FDA regulators and politicians and whoever else that's in charge of this to really, you know, make those standards so that we can take care of ourselves yeah exactly I wanted to let the tribe know a little bit more about you if you would like to talk a little bit more on your path to become a founder and maybe what you were Mm -hmm. doing before or some I don't know why you're designing your own life and your own online empire right now and you're the founder of Rekka Beauty like what led you to that um it's actually kind of strange. So when I started doing these products, I was actually in Florida. Um, I was out there and um, after a little after college, cause you know, I was so ready to get away from home and Austin's home. So I went there um, and I just ended up, it was kind of a smaller town. It was like a beach town. So, um, you know, the biggest club was like Applebee's. They didn't really have anything cool like we do here in the city. So I was finding other uh, ways to, I guess, just kind of pass time or have fun and things like that. And I came, I started like making these um, products that I use on myself, right? And people were like, well, why don't you, you know, take it to the market and sell it and, and things like that. So I kind of did and I, and I started finding there was an interest about what Ayurveda was. A lot of people didn't know what it was especially out there in, you know, a little beach town. And the more that I talk to people about it, I realize like, okay, there's people need more education on this, you know, and I want to be able to tell people about it. Um, so then I kind of moved back to Austin because I realized Austin, I think already, you know, a lot of people are aware of, you know, the holistic healing system you know, Austin's a green city. We don't even have paper bags in our stores. (laughs) So it's like, we're, we're more aware of it. So I came here and I started playing around with ingredients because I wanted a better product, a product that really worked, something that was different, um, something that would get millennials interested, you know, because it's important that we, we start at least now, you know, to get everyone, um, more aware of the harmful effects that it can have long-term. Um, the chemicals can have long-term. So that's kind of how I started getting into it. I didn't know I was going to be in business. So it kind of grew out of a passion to um, educate people on it. And the more I learned about other beauty industries or beauty products, it kind of would make me angry. Like, oh my gosh, there's so many lies. Like you're just lying to people, you know? And so I wanted to create something that was truly safe because I don't, I'm not going to use the product on myself that um, I know has a potential to harm me in the future. I've all, in being, you know, um, in an Indian background, my parents are Indian, I'm Indian, I was born in India, but I moved here when I was very, very little. 
So I kind of have both cultures, you know, and the Indian cultural side was always like, well, you don't need to put anything that's, you know, not natural, like just use turmeric or just use things out of the kitchen to help you. And I would realize like they worked, they worked and, you know, I didn't have to be afraid of it. There was no what ifs about it, you know, because there it's, there's no chemicals in it. So, you know, for a fact, it's not harmful. So it kind of grew out of that. And I wanted to also um, make it something more modern to where I guess now, you know, you don't want to go in your kitchen and take some turmeric, put it on your face and walk out with it. Like that's just kind of unheard of. Like you just don't do that. You know, um, you want to be able to go to work, you know, we, we're always busy in our lives. So our appearance is really, really important. And um, so I started just figuring out doing research on how I can make like a household product more modern, more wearable in your everyday life. And so we came out with the world's first and only turmeric peel. And um, we've had such great support. We've already started selling internationally. And we only just launched in April. Um, we're being picked up by We Are Onyx. Uh, we already got picked up by them. Uh, and we launched with Ipsy on the 24th of this month. So we're super excited for that. And yeah, we're just working with different brands to really get it out there and um, everyone that's tried our product they've been coming back for more they're buying it for their friends because they realize that hey this really works and this is these are like ingredients that are truly truly natural and I was surprised that um well I wasn't really surprised because it's Ayurveda but a lot of like sensitive skin people love our brands because they're like you know what I've tried it and this isn't you know, irritating my skin at all. And they're surprised by it. And I think them being surprised, it, it makes them so happy that it makes me happy to see that they're so excited about skincare products. And they've probably never been excited about a skincare product ever in their life before. So that's just really cool to see that kind of happen. Yeah, that is fantastic. Amazing. And you guys are in Nordstrom too, right? We're going to be with Nordstrom. We're, uh, we're not in it right now. Um, but we are working with um, the national buying team to get it um, accessible there as well. So we're cool. hoping we'll probably see that happen next year. Perfect. And you've been invited to come to South by Southwest? Yes. So um, I've been invited to South by Southwest. This year they're having their first uh, wellness expo. Um, they even realized that there's like a demand that's been created all over the world really that, you know, everyone is wanting better products, safer products to put on their skin. So um, they saw me in one of the awesome magazines and were like, hey, you know, your story sounds amazing. Your products sound amazing. They love the fact that it's new generation Ayurveda and um, they invited me. So we'll be going there 2018. I want everyone to come see us. We'll have a booth out. We'll be doing giveaways. Um, and yeah, we'll have some cool stuff there to kind of, you know, educate people on what Ayurveda is and, you know, the importance of it for our skin. Yeah, that is fantastic. I can't wait to be there with you. Come support you. Yeah. So I, uh, before, <laughs> yeah, that's super exciting. To wrap up, Rika, I wanted to touch on mm -hmm. if someone is either they already are a founder of any mm -hmm. kind of company or they are wanting to become one, what are some tips and tricks, let's say like the top three that you learned in your journey so far that you will tell them, like, this is what you need to know. This is what I learned. 
when you're getting started or if they already have their own company? Well, I think um, for those who are thinking about starting, and this might be a little cliche, but do not let fear stop you. I think you've probably heard it a, you know, a numerous amount of times, but it seriously is true. Because before I started, um, you know, you hear it, but you're like, oh, yeah, I'm not scared or whatever. But then when you start doing it or you're thinking about taking that jump, you, you like get scared. You're like, well, what if I don't make money? What if this is a fail? There's always going to be what ifs, but what if, you know, you got to think about what if you actually make it? but you won't ever know if you don't try, right? So I think the number one thing is to not let fear stop you because that is like the worst thing is being afraid and then you don't know if you, you know, you could have made it big and you will never know. So that's number one. And two, um, whatever you're not comfortable with, I think you should go for that. Like try to achieve, you know, or get comfortable with something you're not comfortable because that I've noticed for me um, opens doors for other things or you learn something and that experience, you know, is I think really, really important or really great. Um, and I think I've told you like, I never used to like, I mean, I, even now it's kind of uncomfortable for me to do like videos or Facebook lives, but the more I do it, I just get myself in a situation what I don't, that I don't like. And when I do it afterwards, I'm like, oh, yay, I did it. And then that opens new ideas, new um, experiences. And I think that's, you know, something that everyone should do is do things that you're not comfortable with. <laughs> exactly. And then, yeah. yeah. And if you already have opened um, a business, I think you should invest in marketing because I learned marketing is really important. You think that, you know, word of mouth is enough, but it's not, not in today's age, especially social with social media. I think you have to have a, a huge social media presence. Um, and it might be a little different if your services, I'm not too sure because I, you know, I sell consumer products, but um, yeah, just being able to get yourself out there is important. Oh, yeah, for sure. And I want to acknowledge you because we're also friends, good friends outside of this podcast. And locally, yeah. we get to see each other local yeah. because our home base is Austin, too. And I want to acknowledge you for immediately wanting to become, um, like telling me, Allison, I want to, to do this. This is really uncomfortable for me. And I want to go ahead and be on, on video or be on the podcast video, be on a Facebook Live because mm -hmm. you're always leveling up. I want to acknowledge you for that. You're always leveling up. And that is one of the huge ways that we continue to level up is to pass through those uncomfortable barriers, so to speak, mm -hmm. or areas of improvement. And especially because video, like you were saying with the marketing, video is one of the highest conversion rates that people want yeah. to tap into the video. And then they get to know your energy more and understand you. And you're so on top of that, on top of your game and understanding that already and then overcoming leveling up through that uncomfortableness. Yeah. Well, thank you. That's something <laughs> um, I started realizing. I don't even know how I kind of came upon that, but I was just, I did something that was really uncomfortable. And then I realized that me getting through that opened other doors for me. So that's why I've made a promise to myself that if something is uncomfortable, I'm going to put myself in that situation. So I figure out a way to survive that. You know, so yeah, thank you. Perfect. Well, thank you so much, Rekha, for joining us. And 
and let me know how how can people reach you again and reach your products um they can i don't know if you want to put a link um in the comments yeah, below or something but we can you they can contact me for more information by going to info at rakabeauty.com or they can check out my website at rakabeauty.com um yeah or i guess find me on facebook and dm me <laughs> yeah and instagram you yeah. have an amazing instagram right. following yeah <laughs> So Perfect. yeah, I want everyone to um, follow me, subscribe, because we will be coming out with uh, more products next year. We're working on an awesome, um, like a foaming face wash, and a lot of people, uh, you know, a lot of products that foam have sulfates in them, but we are sulfate-free, so we have some cool ingredients that, and they're all Ayurvedic, that um, will still allow you to get that foaming feel. Uh, and we're just working on some really, really interesting stuff, like turmeric great beads, Who's heard of termite oh, like, Funny, right? yeah, funny, fun. I mean, funny. That's fun. Yeah. So what? Yeah. What do you do with the turmeric beads? Um, well, it's basically going to be in the face wash, so it's going to oh, like burst when amazing. you are washing, and you still get the turmeric benefits. So we're doing uh -huh. a lot of different things with that, and it'll um, be beautiful too with the orange yeah. beads. That'll be so beautiful. Yeah, we just That's yeah. Exciting. So subscribe. Um, keep up with us, and that way you'll have kind of first dibs on all the new stuff that's coming out. Oh, amazing. Thank you so much, Rekha, for being with us. Thank you.